0: Diarrhea, diarrhea. When your stone foam's sniffing glue, and your butler's a beef stew. Diarrhea, diarrhea. When you're playing with your junk, and your ass starts blowing charms Diarrhea, diarrhea. Diarrhea is the best when it's rolling down your chest. And everybody loves when diarrhea won't digest. Diarrhea. Diarrhea When Chuck Norris roundhouse kicks And your pants fill up with bricks Diarrhea Diarrhea When you think you're gonna spew And your crack shoots out onto. Diarrhea 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 smells like eggs When it's trickling down your legs And everybody wants to drink diarrhea from a cake Diarrhea Diarrhea when you think you're six degrees and your butt begins to sneeze Diarrhea, diarrhea When your girlfriend's in your bed and your ass smells like warm bread Diarrhea, diarrhea Diarrhea's kinda nice when it's filled with cheese and rice And everybody wants some diarrhea in their life Diarrhea, diarrhea
1: You're listening to for and Bullshit. It's the only podcast that won't suck your dick. I am your toothless host, Mr. Gummy Frank.
2: And I am your <laughs> toothless host also.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to go with the blowers, Crimp.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I am your luckjaw, host, Mr. Jeff.
1: <laughs> Mr. Jeff. What's this? Blowers, <laughs> cramp. see that? Right off with the visual. Right off with the visuals.
2: Yeah, see that you YouTubers?
1: Yeah, see <laughs> you choking on cock. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's probably uh, February twelfth by the time you're going to hear Groundhog this.
2: Groundhog Day. <laughs> Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Merry Easter.
1: Merry Easter to you. Happy Independence Day! I want to have happy Easter to you. Thank you. Thank you very Halu much. Halu akbar. <laughs> Halu akbar. Yes, thirty-three. Assalamualaikum. Are we up to thirty-three?
2: Yes, the Rolling Rock episode. The Rolling Rock, Rock episode.
1: We meant this for December, but everybody's been sick, sick incessantly. Is, sick is shite. I'm sure you'll hear it tonight. We are more nasally than normal. Yes, and you'll you'll hear coughing because we don't have cough buttons. Yes. It's uh, going to be on our wish list for Santa for next year is cough buttons for the mics. Yes. Yes? Yes. Yeah. What's been going on?
2: A whole lot. Been yeah. a lot of sick. A lot of sick. Yeah. A lot of sick. A lot of eye. A lot of eye. A lot of stomach. Explosive eye diarrhea. Explosive eye diarrhea yeah. through the sinuses. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good times.
1: Ass diarrhea, explosive.
2: Explosive ass diarrhea uh-huh. through my sinuses with the eye infection. Uh-huh. Which makes it kind of shitty.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna go for the trifecta tonight. and Try to give you some explosive mouth diarrhea. That'd
2: be good. Yeah, diarrhea in the that'd mouth. Be, that'd be helpful. And Are you chewing gum? No, man. It's a hauls.
1: It's a hauls. It's a hauls. Okay. Um, you
2: want to you know? get this show on a roll? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's rough right now. Yeah,
2: right now we're we're just struggling. Uh
1: huh. Let's get into up. books. It's kind of weird. This this books section is probably gonna be like any, no other.
2: No, this is quite original. We're really
1: stretching on this one.
2: You know, we said to ourselves, "Self, why don't, Why doesn't a podcast interview a podcast about podcasts? Yeah, What's why doesn't? Through? Why don't? Uh, why doesn't one podcast that talks about books, yeah. interview another podcast that talks about books, right? So we could have like a little circle jerk, a little ass to mouth, if you will. Uh huh. And
1: non-polishing.
2: Yeah, and you know, make ourselves feel good about each other.
1: I like the idea.
2: You know, it sounds really good. W- yeah. Want to give this? Want to give this idea of a try? Let's give it a shot. I think I
1: might know some podcasters.
2: That- I don't really consider these guys podcasters. No, uh, no. Why? I consider these guys like the. They should be on like public broadcast radio. Oh, NPR. NPR. Yeah.
1: National Public Podcasters, NPP.
2: Yeah, NPP. NPP. They're the NPP of the <laughs> books, beer, and bullshit podcasting world. Did you hear that little chuckle while you were talking? Yeah. Do, do you know why I chuckled?
1: No, why? He's down with NPP. <laughs> I had to hold it back and let it loose. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> He's down with NPP. Yeah, you know me. We actually cut a spot for these guys. We did a little a diddy.
2: A little P ditty.
1: <laughs> we'll skip for them for their show. Yes, to pretend that we took it over.
2: And that was probably the highest rated show. It might have been for it the was. first couple minutes, then the ratings went to shit when they came back on. <laughs> yeah, we're bringing on uh, uh, Livia's Nedden and Rob Olson. Livia's Nedden and Rob Bubba. A gypsy? Maybe he could tell us about Gypsy
1: Jim. <laughs> we could probably talk. We'll probably talk about gypsies. Awesome. And uh, they do the booked podcast. They've been at it longer than us, and they also podcast like weekly.
2: How the hell do they do that? I have
1: you know, I have no idea. I that's the magic that we need to find out. That's was that's where we got to delve into and find
2: out. That's where we need answers. Yes. How do you How go do you
1: about get without getting paid? There's, there's no, you know, no subscription to the book podcast. It's just free. they are not getting paid. you getting
2: paid. We're making just as much as them. That's true. So they uh, might be making a little more. They might be. They yeah. might be making like a couple cents an episode.
1: They they just started a Patreon. You didn't hear this because I probably edited it out of the Google Pete episode. But Google Pete suggested that we use Patreon to get people to donate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, right when Google, I Pete, remember Google we're Pete like,
1: talking about. Fuck that. that. We have we have uh what is it that we have integrity integrity. We have that, and we will not demand. We just do this for love. Yeah, man. you know, we artists. That's right, and then and then these book guys turn around, and go, "Hey, let's use Patreon," and they like, make fifty dollars a month now doing uh donations.
2: <sighs> I think that's totally horrible because here's the thing, right? Yeah. Say you wanted to say, "Guys, I love your show." Yeah, I want to send you something. Yeah, well then,
1: then just send find it. Something. Yeah, right. just
2: drop an email.
1: Right, we have a, a Draven Star Memorial Buy a Shit Wish List. Yeah, I mean,
2: go ahead. Yeah, reward us with douche. Give us some douche. We love douche. We love douche. You know, just just not just this year. Yeah. Just this year I yeah. had a salad. Yeah. And I was like, I could really go for some oil and vinegar on this right. on this salad. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, only had some summer's eve dressing. All right. So next time you're douching yourself, think of us. Yeah. Think, think of, of us. Think, think of douchy
1: dry palate. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: dry salad, man. Yeah. Man, th- that scraped up my throat. My it. choke got all scraped up when, I was, when I was swallowing yeah. it.
1: <laughs> we're going to see if we're missing something. So please welcome to Books, Beer, and Bullshit, the podcast giants from the book podcast, Rob and Livius. Yay! <laughs>
3: you guys are a lot more excited about having us on than we are ever this excited about having <laughs> That's right. I thank think, you. I thank think you the first
1: instruction we ever had when we started this, this podcast, I, I played book for him, and I go, here's what we're going to do. We're going to be more excited than these guys always. <laughs> always. And Jeff's like, "No fucking problem." <laughs> Once
3: in a while I drink a little bit before the podcast and then all bets are off. But oh. uh, tonight I'm on the I'm on the chamomile tea and diet coke.
4: Yeah, we're there yeah. with you. Yeah. Are you all sick well, we're to? Trying, we, we're trying to bring the energy down this episode. Okay. You. you you keep trying. We uh, right. we got yeah. To... No, I, I I'm not sick. This is what I drink. <laughs> this, oh. this is as exciting as it gets
3: for me most of the time.
1: Well, Jeff and I are nursing colds, and you're probably going to hear the clicking of cough drops through the microphone as we speak. Mm. Nice. Yes, and we're going to be more nasally than we normally are.
2: All right. So, rolling right along. Right. <laughs> heard but that's a regional
1: be. thing, right? The nasally. Nasal.
2: Yes, that's that's totally us. Oh. Absolutely is. That's totally New Jersey. And us and our stuffed noses. Uh huh. All right,
1: so let's get started. Why don't you tell everybody like who you are? You're, introduce yourselves.
4: I'm Rob. I'm one half of uh, Booked, a podcast where we review books and interview authors and uh, do some other book-related stuff. Yeah. Um, Booked has been around for about three and a half years. We've done over 230 episodes and had, well, I want to say, over 100 authors uh, interviewing or as uh, live readings on the podcasts. So we... We we're book nerds and uh I'm the guy that does all the tech stuff. Livius just uh sounds handsome and reads. Dude, that's like my part as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm
3: Livius. Yeah. I yeah, I, I, I make Rob do shit. I'm like, hey, why don't we do this? And Rob's like Ugh and okay. then it just happens. So yeah,
1: pretty much that's how it works. Yeah, that sounds exactly like this podcast. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm <laughs> just a talent. I always tell everybody, I'm just a talent over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what, what what how did you guys Meet, how'd you come together, and, and what made you decide to start doing this podcast?
3: So years ago, Rob and I worked together at a uh, lovely retail job, um, and we, we found that we both like to read books, so we would uh, recommend books to one another, read them, and talk about them. Rob subsequently left that job, um, moved out of state, but we would still talk about books occasionally. Rob one day goes, you know, we should record this, throw it up on the Internet. Maybe people care enough to listen, and I thought there's no chance in hell that people will want to listen to this. But what the hell? If we're doing it anyway. Might as well record it and see what happens so that's how booked was formed we did it and uh it seemed to get a pretty good reception fairly early on at least encouraging enough for us to keep going for three and a half years
2: how did you come up with the
4: formula the basic format and layout of your show that's funny actually um i i don't know i think in one of our recent episodes and by recent i mean then the last like like half a year i read uh right we we went back and forth reading aloud an email that i sent to livius which basically said hey i've got an idea if we're going to do a podcast and it was going to be this 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 and this uh if we did something like that it could be cool and it ended up being pretty much exactly what we do now i don't think it was really intentional but i guess the idea was um we wanted to do reviews of books or talking about books from the perspective of a reader as opposed to authors and stuff like that talking about books um So we would just review a book, and uh, I think we did with you know we rate them on a scale of one to five. That kind of came up in one of the episodes, and it just kind of stuck. And then we just wanted to talk about, you know, after the after the serious book talk got done, we wanted to talk about other stuff afterwards. So the formula kind of you know happened naturally over the the first few episodes. But going back and listening to like the, the first two or three. I mean, the the layout of what we do is almost exactly the same as what we do now. It's just a matter of, we sounded like a bunch of frightened idiots back then, and we actually sound like, you know, we hit a groove at some point now, so it's easier to talk uh, during the episodes. But um, we basically said, hey, let's throw, you know, the review or the interview or whatever up front, and then at the end we can just kind of talk about whatever for a while. It seems like I've gotten some good feedback about getting the, you know, the important stuff out of the way right at the beginning. So, kind of just kind of happened naturally in the beginning that's kind of about how we did it too it just kind
2: of evolved naturally yeah we came up with a, a general idea and
1: just rolled with it doing it what it's i always a, find interesting it's is funny like, go ahead libby's
3: mm-hmm. oh. it's funny i was uh i was listening to your um you're more one of was like three four episodes ago you guys were doing like your top hits of the first 30 episodes and you had said exactly what rob and i always think like those first three episodes were just terrible they were horrible terrible and that's exactly how it is it just takes you a little while and not as long as you think to like find your groove so it's uh and, and then once you're in it it's just easy it's super easy to do this every week
2: it yeah. really is speaking of that how do you guys find a time to crank out an episode every week i mean you have to read the book or <laughs> You're, you know, get some backstory and the author, or how do you find the time to do all this?
3: Um, so before the, the year before we started this podcast was the first year, it was the second year. I actually wrote down, I, I kept a little journal of the books I read, and I was already, I, I actually read less now, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading, I was averaging a book a week. So for me, I knew it was going to be no no real problem to to get that kind of, um, you know, if we're doing three reviews a month, that's, you know, 36 a year, I could do that, no problem. um For me, it was just in my natural course of my life, I do that much reading. And then it's a little preparation, you know, some notes, a lot of them made in my, my Kindle as I go about things I want to talk about or kind of highlighting passages to refresh my memory. But, you know, I get asked that a lot by non-readers. And for me, and and I know I read you know at you know slightly maybe above average speed, but usually the way I figure out how long a book's going to take me, it's like a page a minute. So if it's a three hundred page book, it's five hours. Over the course of a week, that's the same as watching you know like five five TV shows, like hour long TV shows. So a lot of my reading happens on lunch at work. That's half the book gets done that way. The rest of it gets done in the evenings, pretty much.
2: Yeah, I'm a super super fast reader. Also, I'll crank out books like crazy, but finding the time to put together the show and everything that's to me that just is crazy or seems see superhuman
4: that's the that's like well that's to me the easy part is so when when we're preparing we have notes and stuff that we do which is essentially like we copy and paste um a book synopsis and an author bio um if there's anything specific we want to talk about we'll make a couple quick notes but like it's all conversation so like Information wise, prep is done the day we record and um uh I can have an episode edited and ready to post within like a couple hours of finishing recording. So that's that's super quick and easy stuff. You just bang that stuff out. It's the you know, the finding time to read and everything and actually finding a time where we can both be scheduled to um get in front of microphones is, is really the biggest challenge. The actual like prep we've had author interviews where you know there weren't notes there weren't prepared questions 45 minutes before we had him on the call so we (laughs) we do good with improvising on that kind of stuff
1: yeah as 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 fast as Livius reads uh you seem to edit real fast which always amazes me because i gotta sit for (laughs) hours cutting out our 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 crap Uh, and even you know i think the biggest thing that we find the way we record is we I either go to Jeff's house he comes to my house so we sit down we're face to face like we are right now whereas you guys don't need that face-to-face interaction and that's just the way our podcast otherwise beer tasting be strange I think and uh <laughs> you know that's a big part of us trying to find that regular time is just get actually getting together face to face but even after that the the editing process for me um, I'm a stickler I'll take out like I'll take out uh I'll take out breath. this guy's gonna snot in the <laughs> microphone twenty times a night, I'm gonna have to dig those out of there. I'm way too particular about it how do you How do you edit a podcast so fast like that
3: i'm I'm pretty sure what happens is that Rob <laughs> edits out anything dumb that he said, and he doesn't worry about my half at all. He just lets it go
4: <laughs> they really do I'm have not,
3: i have no i have I have no evidence of this, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works
4: um I think the real key to to fat. To turn around in editing is to just give up everything you just said and just um, as long as there's a natural flow and everything sounds smooth, I don't think the common listener is going to care too much if or, or notice the difference between 20 seconds of talking where there's one um in there or 20 seconds of talking where there's not that um. So I gave that kind of stuff up and really what I focused on was is the content that's coming through in the audio uh, good enough or is there something that needs to change and you know. Uh, an hour of audio now, I might have maybe a dozen places where there's a cut. So a lot of it is like, there'll be a 15 minute stretch where none of that audio gets touched at all. It's just a matter of like, uh, you know, and then that comes back to the whole idea of once you have enough of a groove, we don't really have to do as much if, if you're on your game and, and you, you, the hosts understand each other. And I'm not, not this isn't me saying you're not doing that, <laughs> but uh, you know, you find that you, you find that natural kind of flow, and, and and once you abandon the ums and the stuff like that, and and you and we we really focus on getting away from having to start something again, like retake something, just because that's you know just makes for a muddy episode. So we try and be as as good of a flow as possible, and I just abandon the idea of cutting out ums or coughing and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, anything you retake sounds like shit. It doesn't. It sounds. You lose the spontaneity. Yeah, yeah, it's not authentic. I and mean, now you're reading the script, and I'm not a voice actor. <laughs>
3: God the feedback that we've received is is that people just really like the conversational part. So I've had people talk about us and like NPR book reviews and stuff, and they'd be like, "With you guys, it's like sitting, you know, at a bar or at your friend's house, talking, listening to two guys talk about books versus listening to someone that's kind of talking down to you about them." And that's how some of the kind of snootier podcasts come across. So I know that whenever I listen to our, our um, podcast on Stitcher, it's always followed by like the NPR one. And, and I'm always like, Oh my God, how do these people do this? How do they, how do they have no soul whatsoever? Like I know we're kind of drab and dry at times, but man, we're, we're, we're like a circus in comparison to NPR.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. You're the book spear and bullshit of NPR radio. <laughs> you absolutely are. <laughs> and that's a, a point I wanted to touch back on. As you mentioned uh like you you two connected from talking about books and i think that's a large part of why we started our podcast is that you know jeff and i would always sit around and talk about what books we're reading and what was cool and what wasn't cool and it always seems like it's only me and him like we feel like two people <laughs> in a sea of people who don't read mm-hmm. and i think part of what we what we wanted to do with the podcast is is sort of find other people who read books like we do too Is that, like, sort of where you came? Do you find that, too, in in, in
4: your world? I can speak for myself in saying that that was kind of a hope, was, like, uh, to grow a conversation into a larger um, group. And I was expecting, I was full-on expecting to kind of, yeah, gather peers. But really what happened was we've just started hanging out with writers now. Like, 90% of the people we meet through the podcast are the authors. And so now we have a ton of friends that are authors not a lot of people who are just readers that we've we've connected with.
3: It's scary too because it starts to make you wonder if if the majority of people who are reading are also writing. I know a few, a handful of people in my personal life, you know, outside of people I met from the podcast that read. The hard part about having those conversations is they're not people who read the same things that I do. So it's it's kind of hard to cross talk. There's so many books and so many choices out there that if you're not reading something on the bestseller list, finding someone to have that conversation with is really really difficult you guys read a lot of weird stuff and that's totally (laughs) cool but where do you find someone else that read that unless you create a medium or go to you know like an online forum or something so i mean it's great because the people that you gather the people that listen religiously are the people that are into the same things you are so that, that makes it a little easier i think there's more people out there that read than we think the problem is they're reading different things yeah, you know, people just read poetry. What the hell am I going to talk to them about? Like, just can't, you know, there's no common ground.
2: Exactly. I think half of our listeners anyway, tune in just for the beer review and the bullshitting part of it. Yeah. <laughs> more so than, you know, probably, probably breaks it down about 50-50, because I, from the interaction I've had with people who have listened, they more want to talk about the bullshitting or the, the beer tasting than they do the book. But I'm sure you know, the other half does too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that's why we added those other aspects is like, I don't think we had faith in the ability to hold an audience by just talking about books. (laughs) Yeah. Especially Especially the shit we read. (laughs) But that's, that's a a tribute to you guys because I I think you guys do have that ability to sit there. First of all, we only chat for a book about 20 minutes, half hour of our hour show. And you put the whole hour and then some in talking about books. You know, you, you, you guys, like vomit more uh, passion for books into your podcast than we do.
3: A piece of feedback that we've gotten from a few people is like, "Oh, it's it's too long. It's too long." And you know, at that point, I think we were only running about forty-five minutes. And you know what? We said, "Fuck it, we're going to push it to a goddamn <laughs> hour." And that's and I love the hour-long format. I love that you guys do an hour-long. That's what I want. I don't want. Uh, I, I at times when I have longer drives, like okay, I'm going to listen to these podcasts people are talking about. And uh, what was the one I? up recently the Freakonomics podcast and one of them was 12 minutes long that's a long commercial break
5: that's yeah.
3: what that is you know what I mean so I wanted something that I could get into and I hope that our listeners and your listeners you know appreciate the hour format something that can take them through a good chunk of time and not just a, a quick 10 or 15 minute you know bit I'm doing the air quotes like a little bit yeah. is what I feel 10-15 and minute podcasts are So
2: I, I hate that shit too I hate those little things like you said it's like a 15 minute commercial and it's, like, you know, it's, like, a little, it's like a little skit like yeah i came up with this right. little skit let me do that yeah. and we'll call it a day yeah you're not putting no effort out that's right. for sure it's like those <laughs> other idiots who every week they're in their garage and they just talk about what they did that week like i don't want to listen to your fucking shit neither that's the other thing i can't stand about podcasting yeah that's the ones a good that have question. no no content whatsoever and no relevancy it's yeah just three people sitting around talking about their day at work I mean, I really just don't care. I have some content.
1: Yeah, what are your what are your podcasting pet peeves?
4: What takes you off? If we're if we're living in the world of books, uh, one of the things that that just drives me fucking crazy is um, if someone has a, a podcast that's book themed and they're talking about something or talking to someone and they're not familiar with the subject matter. Like if you have an author on, you've never read any of their stuff, or if you are talking about a book that you haven't read that fucking drives me crazy. It's like, if you're going to make that part of your podcast, do the work and know what you're talking about. So that's a peeve I have.
1: I'm sorry about
4: that, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) From the, um,
3: from the kind of like production side um, interviewing authors is, is, is challenging and partially because a lot of authors we talked to, I'm like, all right, listen, here's the deal. We do this over Skype Blah, blah, blah. Should be about 30 minutes. I give them kind of the set paragraph of you know what the expectations are for them. And and the response I get back sometimes is I don't have a Skype account. And I go, Well, it's really free and easy to, to do. And you know what the response I've gotten from probably six different authors? yeah, I've been thinking about getting one of those Skype accounts. Like like they're talking about investing in the stock market or converting <laughs> religions, like it's this process. <laughs> so they're just challenged by technology. I mean, Skype's been around, but God, it's got to be 15 years now, right? This is not new. Not at all. And it's free and fairly
1: simple. Yeah, if you, if but, you, uh, you already yeah, got the computer. Like,
3: Can you just call me on the phone? I'm like, No, we're not going to call you on the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. We... We we met a lot of that early on. Yeah. And we actually maintain a Skype phone number for these idiots who Yeah, who it makes it easier. <laughs> who don't know how to use a fucking Skype account. We actually have a Skype number. Another thing we paid too much fucking <laughs> money for <laughs> and get no return on. <laughs> we
3: we set one up and it was only because we were going to get someone who was mega huge, Donald Ray Pollock and he, the guy was like, "Listen. I listen to your review." Loved what you guys had to say. I'm like, do you want to do an interview? And he's like, um, sure. And it didn't seem he doesn't do a lot of interviews. <laughs> and he's like, but I'm not real good with a computer or anything. And that's I was like, Rob, get a Skype number. <laughs> like for this one, we need a Skype number. Um, it was an excellent interview. But yeah, the guy was just like, like listen, I could barely type out a sentence on a computer. Like I, I can't even use those fucking things. So you're <laughs> like, all right, you're Donald Ray Pollock. That's cool.
5: So,
4: anybody else? Get get with the times. Get on Skype. Yeah, yeah. We have abandoned multiple interviews just because of even minor technical problems. We don't. <laughs> we must have just been going long enough now where we can't be. We can't care enough, you know. So we just we've abandoned entire like episodes because of that. So,
2: so what type of book do you guys go for for the portion of our audience who don't know you guys so well? Ah, uh, you know, we don't. Somehow we got. I
3: don't know.
4: I know how, but keep I continue. guess we're kind of
3: we're kind of called a crime podcast now a lot of people associate us with the crime genre um i like to think that when we're picking stuff we just want to read um that we're picking and and rob's going to correct all of these we's to i so i'm just going to start doing it now when i pick a book for us (laughs) to review it's um, true a lot of times it's something i or we collectively want to read that's usually just kind of dark once in a while it's a little funny but usually it's just dark stuff and then we'll throw out some some bestsellers it's just whatever is interesting on the horizon so a lot of it is smaller press stuff because we feel a lot of that stuff is is good or as good or even better than than best-selling fiction um and should get more exposure um sometimes we read a dean Kuntz book because fuck we haven't read a dean Koontz book on the show
4: <laughs> um we I, we've gotten labeled the crime podcast because we review a ton of crime um from small press and from like you know like larger authors as well like noir uh crime kind of stuff you know small presses like new pulp press has a ton of stuff that we've reviewed and then uh like authors that are associated with noir at the bar so i think just percentage wise we read tons of crime uh as opposed to any other kind of discernible genre we have a lot of horror we do do some horror stuff like we have done um, kind of regular horror things and then some like extreme horror. We did that Shane McKenzie uh, jackpot book recently, which is like it's ex- extreme horror, right? And sure. we've touched on Bizarro not a lot, but um, we've probably got you know maybe half a dozen uh, reviews or Bizarro related episodes, so not a ton of that, but like there was Bradley Sands, some Jeremy Robert Johnson, that type of stuff out there. I'm trying to be more specific because this is for their, li- their listeners, Libyus. Um I don't know, but yeah, we do kind of hit a, a spectrum. But um, percentage-wise, you're probably going to see mostly crime and horror and then just straight-up, you know, fiction. But it's all 50, stuff that's 50 recently. Shades gray. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey, we did. That's one of our most downloaded episodes. Wow. Uh, that must have been a And it's rough. all stuff that's been recently released. Uh, so, you know, within a few months of when we do the episode. So it's all new stuff.
2: So you're, you're in, totally into the new release. Well, yeah, well, it's crime. You can't go back and reread it. I mean, rereading the mystery story is kind of uh, pointless. Not, not very mysterious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, it's, you know, the recent thing is, you know, we're trying to feature stuff that, that people haven't maybe heard of or had a chance to read. And once in a while you'll see, because I obviously follow a lot of writers on Facebook, a lot of bigger authors, and someone will be like, Oh, here's a great review someone just did for my book that came out like six years ago. Like, it, it almost seems like it's not relevant. Like, who wants to watch a movie review for something that's been out on DVD for, you know, two years? It's, you know, you get them and you get them while they're fresh and hot. The, the advantage that we have is that people read not at the same pace they watch movies. So, you know, we can get a week or two after the release date and still have it be that a lot yes. of people haven't read it. But sure. yet, the people who are big fans of that particular genre, that particular author, have, and they could listen to it from more of a like Rob said, kind of being part of the conversation versus listening to a review.
2: Absolutely, it's almost like you listen to sports radio not because you don't know how the game went, but to hear other opinion people's opinion on it. So mm-hmm. as long as it's... I'm going to
4: assume that's an accurate analogy, I'm not a sports guy. <laughs>
3: You know, I do that with movies though. I mean I'll see a movie that's really kinda of weird or very thought provoking and then I'm on like IMDb reading through the um, the the forum threads on there, you know, and seeing what what other people thought of this weird, like, you know, time travel movie or whatever that had some kind of crazy plot twist. So it's it's nice to be part of the conversation and not just have it be, you know, someone telling you about it.
1: What's been the most unexpected part of doing book podcast? What were you not
4: ready for that was either good or bad either way? <laughs> the funny answer is uh one author interview um, the author got on, not knowing that video was on on Skype, and so we got to see him shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely unexpected, not necessarily unwelcome but definitely unexpected. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The the coolest part, realistically for me, and and I, I maybe speak for Rob here, is the amount of friends um, that that we've made, the people that we've been able to make contact with, and actually consider friends, not just oh they're people I talk to on Skype, you know, they're people I get Facebook messages from, they're people we've had a chance to hang out with um, in public, not just because they happen to be near our city, but that we've traveled you know halfway around the country um, to different events and gotten to hang out with some of these people, and I made lots of really good friends. Through, through the podcast. More, more friends than I have in real life, by far.
4: You, Get to meet these uh, couple of cool guys at this one podcast from New Jersey. <laughs> Changed my life. It, it will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: You're about to hit the big time now, boys, man. With our with our <laughs> listenership, pff, your reins are going through the roof. <laughs> are you guys looking to
1: evolve your show? You guys have been, you know, pretty dedicated to your, your format, or I should say format. Sometimes you do straight-up book interviews sometimes you do straight-up book reviews and you also do these interlude kind of loosey-goosey off-topic shows um are you looking to evolve anything beyond that are you, you happy with the way the show is going it's not getting boring for you
4: i guess that what i would say is that uh there's always room to do something new if something new seems like it's a fun thing to do we've for a while been throwing around the idea of doing like audio short stories uh as as episodes and we don't really know exactly how we're going to incorporate that into the podcast but we uh we host crime wave uh which is a separate podcast and that's exactly what they do it's crime uh short fiction so each episode is is a story that's read by its author um that would be kind of a cool thing possibly that i would like to do with booked but we've never um really gotten there uh but whatever comes up i mean it's. I was always expecting it to evolve, and it doesn't really need it to yet, so
3: whatever. Yeah, I think that in the near future, I, what we'd really like to spend our um, a little bit of our energy on is really kind of just growing our, our fan base, our, our listenership, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Rob and I are great with ideas, and Rob and I, are, are I think, are really great with, with putting a product together we're terrible at promoting ourselves like it's the hardest thing in the world to try to like figure out how to get one more person to listen and, and we never put any effort into it so um yeah that's what i'd like to see is just expand uh, <laughs> expand our reach a little bit you know it's yeah we put out a book that we promoted absolutely zero i mean that's probably a pretty accurate statement right rob yeah
0: And yeah, we're just very
3: bad at selling ourselves i think that we're great great to pat myself on the back um, you know, great at putting something together, but then when it's like done, we don't want to do anything else with it. When the product's finished, it just sits there, you know, we just hope that good things will happen for it. So I think we're gonna spend a little bit of time and energy on uh Marketing. getting a little more a little more listenership.
1: If you want a tip, my my buddy here Jeff is a outstanding, outstanding uh street promoter. And and one of the wonderful ways he's trying to promote the show is, is that legal uh, in New
4: Jersey? Not yeah. <laughs> streaking bare, bare, barely is
1: is <laughs> when you're at a Motley Crue concert walk around with a stack of business cards and tell them your co-host has a big dick
5: <laughs> yeah, Dude, we actually got a well, we actually got, we got, got a five
3: listener spike <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah
1: oh. <laughs>
2: There are, are you, no are left real other other home on this. It's so just you know different. three
3: months. It's a thought, you know. Next noir at the bar doing the podcast.
2: The, next time you're down <laughs> at the bar, you just like, hey, you know, you should check us out. My co-host has a big dick, and, <laughs> you know. You might grow. You, know, you, you, might you might learn know, how to Rob, grow Rob, yours Rob, a little bit. Isn't
3: there a bar? Isn't there a bar right across the street from your your apartment? <laughs> I think that what we should do oh, right a now is if we can pause for, for a moment while you get ready. Go over there and try that live on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Oh, that would be great. Fooksbury Rob lives through. across the street from a gay bar. Yeah. Do.
1: Well, here's an excellent question I have for you on that point. This is what we've found is that people just don't know what the fuck a podcast is. Still.
2: No. Yeah. I think the man on yeah, the can't street wait, can't wait to
1: watch your podcast. Yeah. yeah or yeah.
2: they they don't.
1: It's a. Say they don't what now? want to. Yeah, it's like Is oh, it we like do a podcast, And they
2: go, they go great. They understand it in abstractly, but they don't. They wouldn't know how to. They wouldn't know how to go about listening yeah. to it. They just don't care.
1: I gotta get like iTunes. Yeah, like <sighs> iTunes. Yeah. I got to buy it. No, you know, it's, they don't get it. The most
3: amazing part of that, too, is I tell this to a lot of people that are younger than me. And I assume that, you know, technology being, you know, the, the tool of the young, that they would get it. I mean, I understand if I'm talking to I have customers at work and I talk to them sometimes they're big readers. It comes up, I'm a reader and I kind of try to explain to them and they, you know, 65 year old lady has no idea what a podcast is. I get it when you're talking to someone who's like. Twenty-five, and they have no concept. Like you just completely lose them. They're like, "Oh, I, mean, I, I can watch this on YouTube." No, you can't watch this on YouTube. <laughs> you listen to it like in headphones or like in your car. And they're like, "Oh, oh, is it on the radio?" No, it's on the internet. You listen to it whenever you. And then you're just like, you know, what, fuck it. This is already too much work.
2: It's just a podcast. It is what it is. I mean, I'm hoping you know everybody's you know getting the
1: internet in their cars now, and it's going to be like I think opening up that way. So I'm I'm hoping there's still. Still a boon coming for podcasting. And you know what?
3: There are a lot of drunks in the world, so your beer segment, that should draw right in. that's really what drives us, is the beer. The beer, really. But yeah, the hard part is is promotion, because it's got to be basically word of mouth, unless you're going to pay for advertising, and and you guys know what kind of big bucks we make in podcasting, so there's not... (laughs) Big bucks. You know, after, you know, I pay my mortgage with the podcast money and, and, you know, buy a new car every year, there's not a lot left for advertising after that, so... It's, uh, it's tough to, to get out there. So it's pretty much word of mouth. So, you know, I hope that my listeners, uh, our listeners, much like your listeners, if they like what they hear, you know, kind of spreading the love and telling their friends about it.
2: Um, quite honestly, I'm still amazed that we have the listeners that we do because almost none of our friends actually listen to our podcast. So 90, probably 98% of our listeners are people we have no idea who the hell they are. So that's, to us, that's that's kind of cooler than anything else, that there's a couple hundred people, maybe, who listen to the show and don't know us or didn't know us.
4: Yeah. And, and don't care to fucking tell us. That don't they, care <laughs> to tell us anything, like how <laughs> they came across it or
2: whatever. That's the most sure. frustrating thing is the lack of feedback.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no interaction. Like. We could be like, we're giving away actual cash if you just acknowledge that you listen to the podcast and people wouldn't would still not <laughs> we interact. Tried, it, we yeah, tried no. early on to do
3: some book giveaways and it was so depressingly sad.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh huh. See that's the key. You gotta be you gotta be promoting something else. You can't be a podcaster.
4: Well I'll tell you what, we released that book and um the book did about what we expected it to, but that was when we had our we had kind of like a a bump in listenership like year over year from 2013 to 2014 and it was like the increase happened exactly when we released that book so I'm guessing that for some reason that book was like great advertisement for the podcast but there's again no feedback to tell us why or how or or what it's just it just happened at the same time we released that book book did kind of okay did not that great and and then now we got a ton more listeners so it was really weird I still have no explanation for it, but maybe we should release another book every year, Livius. Yep. Eighteen more books and we'll be we'll be solid. <laughs> yeah.
2: How'd you come up with the stage name Livius? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um you know, I uh, I think I've mentioned this on book two. I, I don't really know. Here's what happened. My my parents my mom was pregnant when she got to the United States. She was I don't know, like four or five months pregnant. So, you know, whatever. Four months later I'm born they named me Livius and immediately changed their almost unpronounceable Romanian names to George and Florence. <laughs>
5: so I, oh, I don't really
3: understand the logistics move. behind that. They're unable to explain to me <laughs> like what the reasoning <laughs> was behind this. Um, but I find that uh, I have to repeat myself a lot and spell my name numerous times and then basically answer to anything that sounds like it starts with an L. <laughs>
1: I really wanted that to be like the nickname of something like Livius Stravenuga or something like that. <laughs> no,
3: no, no. That's it, man. That's <laughs> Livius. So oh,
2: speaks, we had we had Armand, Romanian and now we you. have Olivius That's mm-hmm. pretty good. We're going for the the little bit of the strange name or yeah. uncommon name. Let's yeah. call it. Let's be kind. An uncommon name checklist over here. He's the only one claiming his is real though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Everyone else says they're fake, <laughs> yeah. so
1: him and Danger Slater.
2: Yeah, and here I thought the whole time Danger was his real name. Yeah.
1: It is.
3: I'm not buying the Danger Slater as his real name.
2: What's a what's a popular beer in Romania? Like for the no actual word. Romanians to drink? <laughs> Budweiser. Budweiser. <I> have, <laughs> yeah. It's Bloodweiser. No.
5: Ah, 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 ah.
3: <laughs> The um the last time <laughs> I was uh in Romania <coughs> I was fifteen. And all the alcohol was actually provided to bars and restaurants by the government. Wow. And the restaurant owners would actually add soap to the beer kegs. So you would get head that was like literally like seven eighths of your glass and like one eighth of beer. So I couldn't tell you what's popular there. I have no idea. They were drinking like water and soap last (laughs) time I was there.
2: And sanitizer man it's got a (laughs) kick. (sighs) There's actually like dishwashing detergent.
3: And you did. you see people with a big beer sign and literally like seven-eighths of it was foam. Wow. Yeah.
2: Soapy. Soapy beer. That'd be a good Soapy. one for our podcast. Oh, yeah. Soap oh, we got to do that now. <laughs> we've, we've, there we've, you go. Just get, listen, get some Budweiser,
5: <laughs>
3: put some dishwashing soap in the bottle, shake it up a little bit, pour it out and see how it tastes. That's Romanian beer.
2: Oh, we're going to do that. Yeah, that's definitely, next time we get a beer that actually tastes good, yeah. We'll fix that one. We're going to do that. We'll make it yeah. Romanian. Yeah, we'll make that fucking Romanian. Okay, so,
3: so I, I have a question for you guys, and you can edit this back in if you want.
2: Yeah,
1: I think mm-hmm. we're doing the, so the just...
3: beer portion of your episodes, how many beers have you actually tried that you liked?
1: Two? Uh, three?
2: So I'd say the, the,
1: the pizza beer was not tragic at all. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, surprising. That, uh, <laughs> we have them all on a shelf.
2: Oh the Kelpie, the
1: seaweed one was the, pretty good. The Kelpie one was yeah. There was one that was really good. We're like, fuck. We do get pissed when they're good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's upsetting. I forget. That uh and there was one that was really good. Yeah, there's some there's about three. So about ten percent then, right? Is that ten like, percent? Yeah, it US might right even like like be less than cool.
2: that. Yeah. Well we also <laughs> did like the Tour de forty and a bunch of other crap, so you know, that you just knew was gonna be bad. But yeah, about about three. <laughs> We're starting
1: to get I actually a drink
4: beer for for the. Uh, I drank I drank a beer specifically because I was gonna be talking to people with the the word beer in the title of their podcast.
1: Oh, you did that too. See, yeah. we get that all that. That's how we know that people don't listen to us.
2: Oh, Billy's Chilies.
1: <laughs> Billy's Chili's was good. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, you know, we'll hit up an author. You know, we read your books. Cool, we want to interview. This is our podcast. We always. We like to try and give them warning, like this is the podcast you're agreeing to listen to. So, like, you might want to listen before you identify yourselves with us. They're like, ah, not no. cool because they're all whores. They're like, hey, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll be in. I'm gonna be drinking this really good uh, Sam Adams. I'm like, oh, you so don't fucking listen. <laughs> or we even get our <laughs> friends come, up. oh, oh, dude, you got to try this. It was so good. I'm like. You're my friend. That's
3: not what we do. That's <laughs> not what we do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just just, just listen, listen once. That's all we ask. Just listen once. It's uh, yeah. It's a little frustrating like that. To well, do they're horrors. They they, they yeah. are horrors in the end. Yes.
3: I'm gonna try to get Jack Ketchum, and I was like Jack Ketchum. Here's what I need from you. We need an expert on horror, and he's like, dude, I'd love to do this with you, but I don't really read a lot of horror books. <laughs>
1: oh, man. oh man! What the fuck? So who's your big, who's Jack your, fucking Ketchum. is that your big get that you just want and you can't, or is there somebody bigger? No, I mean,
3: I'd love to have Jack catch him. Oh um, my God. You know, we, <laughs> we haven't been turned down often, um, but we don't really shoot as high as we should. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, Rob, who has turned us down? Jonathan Mayberry was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then like, didn't respond to like any emails or messages. <laughs> that was kind of a bummer. Cause I'm a big fan of his for many years. Um,
4: I don't think yeah we don't I mean most people that we reach out to we get yeah
2: our biggest our biggest oh. shoot down was Draven Star
4: <laughs> uh, <coughs> Rob do you
3: know who Draven Star is Um, of course I had to look her up she's a, like a tattooed up porn star yeah Nice. I had to do some. I had to do some research after hearing you guys talk about her. So I did about eight hours of research.
1: <laughs> uh, the dick is in my ass. Um, was great, oh, right? Carlton <laughs> Mellick. Carlton
3: Mellick was the other one that I was really bummed. It was like, yeah, I'm really busy. He doesn't. He yeah. doesn't yeah. really do interviews. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Pretty, he's pretty I'd love it
2: to now. have him on. I I can't wait till we have enough listeners so we could go. No, fuck you. I, you're not coming on our show. <laughs> just have the fuck it's, you amount of listeners. You know, it's just, you want to come on here? Fuck you. <laughs> I got really fuck you listeners. Rewarding. It really so.
4: is. It's a great feeling to just be like, we don't need
3: this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then to help people out that are cool people, I had uh, Kevin Helmick after we had him on. He's like, dude, I saw a significant bump in sales like for like the two weeks after I was on your podcast. So that was kind of rewarding to actually have someone kind of a tribute. You know who told what, me that? Todd Brown. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, well, there you go. You know who I told us that? that? Nobody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, Frank,
3: in another world, yeah. you, me, and Todd Brown would be going to see, like, 80s hairband uh, cover yeah, bands would.
1: together.
3: Uh, that's what he does this entire weekend. I, I, he's like I, fucking Van Halen tribute
1: bands. I know. He's <laughs> like, he went to see the real thing. Oh, boy. All right, guys. Yeah,
3: we, we have a whole nother podcast to record. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. think you
1: best go get yeah. recording a real one. Yeah. I'm gonna go scream
3: about beer in Romania. Yeah, we're gonna review tea this episode.
1: Oh, good. Caramel. Yep.
2: Chamomile yeah. tea. It tastes like shit. Yeah, is there even caffeine Guys, in that? No, right? That's, Ugh. No, that's actually like caffeine free.
1: Uh it's just like a flower. It's like fucking flowers. Yeah. It's, it's like,
3: like slightly it's like it's like water with that? a little bit something in it. It
1: tastes like stamen. <laughs> stamen. It's <laughs> like flower cum. <come>. Go go <laughs> drink it. Go drink your flour comb. <laughs> Go
2: drink your cum broth. I think, I
3: think that's, that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. So, but guys, thank you for having us on. We really appreciate it. We no, appreciate no. the interest in the time on your show. Thanks for humoring us.
2: Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for coming anytime. on our little show.
5: <laughs> Listen,
3: anytime you guys have an idea, you want to do something wild and
4: crazy, hit us up.
3: One day I'll have that kind of energy.
4: Nope, you won't. No, I won't. <laughs> You're only getting older. It's just going downhill. Unless you Thank start God. taking some drugs or get you all coked up before an episode, maybe. He's like, All right, if you get the cocaine, I will do it before an episode.
3: <sighs> That's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Gentlemen, have a great night. Hey, you all too. Right. Thank you, guys. Good Appreciate night. it. Mm-hmm.
1: So there they are, the guys from the book podcast. Something a little different for y'all. Some podcasters doing something like we do. They're a, little, they're a lot more serious than we are. Yeah, they take it to to the
2: New York Review of Books. And
1: yeah, they're very serious, no tongue in cheek. No, uh, I definitely recommend if you are into reading books and getting really good recommendations on something a little more straight laced. They do their fair share of. They are very supportive of uh, indie press, though. You know, more more than not, they they are covering indie. But they, yeah, but
2: when you are when you are pumping out fifty two episodes a year, you are gonna yeah. you are gonna touch upon everything. They're, they are so. and they do
1: and they do it all equally well. Go check them out. Good for them. On to beers. What well, do we got this episode? This episode
2: we got some smutty nose. It's a wheat wine ale Oof. aged on oak chips. Just if it like, wasn't, if it wasn't enough, yeah, we had to throw some oak chip in there. Make you make you feel like you're drinking a tree. Have we done a smutty nose yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they were a respectable uh, yes,
1: company I, up I until gonna now. Say, I was going to say, I know I've had some smutty knows myself, and I think they were all good. But this, I'm trying to wrap my head around this wheat, wine, ale.
2: Like, what could that be? This is a gold medal winner. Oh, God. Great American Beer Festival. Is it wheat,
1: wine, plus ale,
2: or is it... Let's see. Let's, let's, wine let's, ale let's go to the Let's go to the side here. <laughs> oh, we have an explanation? Smutty Nose Wheat Wine Ale is a unique hybridization of two well-known beer styles, combining the rich, voluptuous taste of a traditional barley wine with the subtle tart flavors of an American wheat ale, topped off with a healthy dose of crisp, herbaceous hops. Oh, I'm not going to like this. It's well, it's, barley wine and and, and, and wheat, wheat beer. beer the two things you dislike <laughs> the most. Well, it says there's a lot of hops, so uh,
5: maybe, maybe that'll little, redeem it. Maybe
2: that'll redeem it in your book, but I'm not holding out much uh, hope. What was the uh, price point on this uh, one pint six fluid ounces bottle?
1: This was seven ninety nine.
2: Oh, that's a little on the uh, on the bargain side.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right in the middle there.
2: Normally the bottles around there go $8.99, $8.99. $10.99. some twelve ninety nine jobs. Yeah, if Man. you're the Voodoo Donut, oh that's fifteen. It's, it's like yeah seventeen dollars a bottle.
1: I will say this while while perusing these, I saw a, a similar size bottle for like twenty one ninety nine. Wow! And it was just a, like a craft beer, like nothing. It was Imperial yeah. Stout or something like. Twenty one ninety nine. It can't be that good.
2: Well, you know, there's a sucker born every minute. Obviously, we're the biggest suckers in the world because we keep going back for more of this. That's right, sucker born every minute. And we're hey, sucker we're, born every episode. We're, we're edumacating you. We are. We're telling you. We're we take t- we take our bad
1: beer as serious as the book podcast takes book series.
2: Exactly, man. Yeah, we yeah, are right. the we are the the booked of beer. We are the booked of beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. We just I just repeated so
1: uh we were remiss in screaming in a
2: foreign tongues last episode and we apologize sincerely for that we do we have to make up for it but you got to hear me uh sing so that was great
1: yes don't cry for me it was like you were screaming in argentinian yes
2: i definitely was screaming in argentinian All all right we'll call it even then sure
1: all right what are we screaming for some wheat wine ale and barley. Who are big barley uh drinkers?
2: I don't know. Isn't like don't like <laughs> Polish people put barley in everything? I th- <laughs> think that it could be. Got I was barley say and Kishka and maybe Costa Ricans. Hey, you know the Jews like uh like that barley I kasha, th- kasha varnigas. It's like barley and Oh, I thought was Manischewitz. Manischewitz. Yeah. Yeah, they make it, I think. Yeah, you can buy it yeah. through them.
1: Do you want to scream and Polish, just for no other reason than to scream Polish.
2: It's time to scream in...
1: Polish! 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 Nakalona, Skaka, Kijak, Pijak. Nakalona, Skaka, Pijak, Jack. Nakalona. This doesn't sound Polish at all.
2: Oh, it well. don't, but hey, we screamed in it, so you, so don't, you don't have, have to. to. Thank you. Now on to the bullshit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 you know what this is brought to you by? Jack uh, Ford, stainless steel beauty, the bottle wrench baby. Pick one up at wrench dot com. That's right. B B B
1: S show. That's right. All the knocking you heard during their interview with the book podcast guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Compliments of the bottle wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Save I don't know ten percent is it ten? It's fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Save fifteen percent. Don't be a gypsy. Buy one for your friends. The holidays are over. Yeah. Yeah, use your gift card on that Use your Visa gift card on the bottle effing
1: wrench They'll even use uh, And then you can save 15% Buy something a little extra for yourself somewhere else Where you have to pay full price like a fucking Greek man They will be in touch So here we are the smooth, the smooth Smooth, smooth pour pouring music That's fucking Rick Springfield <laughs> Let's try it again
0: A little,
1: a little pour of music
2: there we go. That's it. Well, let's let's see if the bottlerech can handle this big bottle. Yeah, of this. <laughs> we have dubbed it Polish beer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> where's Smutty Nose from? Do you have any idea? Vermont. Or Vermont. New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, New Hampshire. I <laughs> there think. must be a Polish contingent there. Oh, look at, that. look at that. Sweet. You know what I'm half surprised about, too, with this? This is the uh, the wine. Wheat Ale yeah, I
2: thought it would have been corked Yeah, Cajun cork would have seemed more you know? apropos right? Right? With all that With all that fermentation Yeah, I mean the there
1: wasn't much Fizz pop to it when the bottle wrench took it out no. So it could have took a cork It could totally took could've. a cork Like a game in at the bar across from Rob's house <laughs> It could have Could have popped the cork
2: yeah. yeah I bet half their listeners come from there How's it looking? Looking dirty all right. Let's do you want to do you
1: want to give it the old signature sniff?
2: Not do we pour it.
1: Okay, you pour the you're the pour and sure. Wow, that's darker than I would have uh, imagined.
2: You know, it pours like a like a wine. Does it? It's yeah. a little like a barley wine. Syrupy. I think it's I can smell it even yeah. though through my stuffed up nose In the halls. <laughs> yeah. I can smell it. It's oh definitely boy. barley wine. Oh boy. Okay.
1: Did we do a barley wine before, or was that oh. the uh, the honey mead? Probably we did
2: something similar, Yeah. <laughs> if not equal to. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's in the air. It's in the air. Oh, oh. I can smell oh. it going through the tank tonight. Oh Lord.
1: Yeah, I I won't give my opinions, but I definitely have a reaction. I'll let you signature your sneef.
2: Yeah, it smells just about like you would expect it to smell. There is no uh, it, it, no it, surprises. It, it smells 50-50. It smells like fifty yep. percent wine and fifty percent wheat beer. I, don't I don't guess know.
1: it's the I guess it's the barley wine giving it that. What, what's
2: What's the alcohol content here? On oh, let's sucker. see what's going. On. That's a good question because it could be high. It could be. It does not. Say uh, it's got to say somewhere do you get the oak you, you i didn't really
1: smell the oak uh probably not I, I just smell too much wheat on the beer
2: to really say that i'm smelling oak you would, it doesn't say, but you would you would have to assume it it's it's got to be a higher alcohol content right being it's a barley wine and uh, the fact that there's barley wine they don't put a no they don't you don't have to put a, a alcohol uh, content really? on there, it's, there not, it's not required by law no.
1: Well, what kind of bullshit is that? Is it even on the cap? No. Last, last cap has no a hope.
2: circus seal. Circus seal. <coughs> Make mine a smutty, That circus seal. That's oh, that's right. That's the the smudgy nose uh, mascot. Yes, I don't. I don't get the. Can you explain to me the? Is there a smudgy nose seal? Yeah. Yeah. Is there? I don't know. I'm asking there, you. It might be a smudgy nose dolphin, right? Yeah. Right. There's a bottle smudgy nose dolphin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a river smudgy nose river seal maybe 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 it's an otter maybe a money knows otter how do you tell the difference between the picture of a a caricature of a seal and the an otter otters are cuter so well a mystery Once such again. as it is maybe I could write a book about that and be on the book podcast This money they don't really do non-fiction of course it would be fiction it's about a circus seal oh I thought you were going to who had, who had relations with the otter <laughs>
1: Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to <laughs> do like the Jane Goodall and go into the ocean with the smutty-nosed seals, <laughs> lay, on oh, little, no. lay on icebergs <laughs> and wait for them to mate with you and stuff,
2: and you know, and go tell your story. <laughs> Otters in the river. <laughs> <laughs> Otters in the Raritan River Valley. All right. Really, we're just putting off the, we're just delaying the inevitable.
1: Look, here's the upside. All right. We're coming off a cold our our tongue tastes nothing. No, it tastes nothing but menthol liptus. Right. We're all stuffed up. And the downside is we do smell this anyway.
2: Dude the the whole thing though is if I could smell it through this yeah. sinus. Yeah. Back up, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Alright. Here's the problems. Here's the problems being solved.
1: Oh god oh god Wow. Oh. wow. Ooh, that tastes worse than cough medicine. You know Wow,
2: <laughs> you know, at first I said wow, and I went no, I never did that at first. Oh, <laughs> uh, because it came across very light and crispy. No, oh, I had and fizzy. Yeah, had like a lot of fizziness in mind.
1: I didn't. And hit. then,
2: then it turned. The worm turned. It's and uh, it conquered. It's
1: bitter. It it tastes like it wants to be sweet at first, but it never yeah, actually, that's it. it never, never actually becomes sweet. It's just bitter.
2: Oh, yeah. that is a. Uh, Uniquely awful taste Yeah it. it you know it kind of goes down like a wine It kind of gives you the It's that too, wine You know that wine feel
1: Yeah the warmer Yeah
2: the, the, the warmer feeling When yeah. you're swallowing Yeah 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 You definitely get hit with that Yeah, yeah. And it is It is a little uh, Thicker
1: Than an ale yeah. yeah It's that barley wine Ugh
2: Look it has good
1: legs I wish it had Less fizziness all really,
2: I find that to be the only real redeeming factor. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: <laughs> this you could know, be a whole YouTube video. You know, what this, video, you know like what this reminds
2: pe- me of? People talking while drinking wheat wine ale. <laughs> this reminds me of, remember that Keystone Lake commercial where people make the bitter beer face?
1: God, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Oh. Look,
2: here, in little tiny print on the bottle. You found it? Oh, God, found this it.
1: is fucking awful.
2: Take a guess. Now that you have sampled it. 7.5. No. It's higher. Way higher. 10. A little higher. Wow. 11. Oh, just a smidge lower. 10.6. <laughs> oh, a smidge higher. 10.8. There you go. Wow. Wow, you can edit all that out. That was lame I'll as tell hell. you what. You, you can, can taste definitely it.
1: taste that it's a higher gravity. I tasted that on the first one. I chalked that
2: up to the wine aspect. Oh, man.
1: I think it was worse the second drink. Sometimes you get a little bit used to it, but
2: no. Actually, I found the only redeeming quality was it had the high carbonation. Yeah, I thought that was nice. But
1: I'm thinking all them bubbles are helping to like open up that awful flavor on oh, the palate. Absolutely,
2: but like if little, it didn't have awful flavor, little burstuals of terrible. I can't. I can't get the oak. I'm not getting the oak. Oh, God, man.
1: Dude, I don't want to get the yolk. I can't believe you're looking for it.
2: Oh, uh, my senses are dull. <laughs> Jesus, Christmas.
1: Wasn't barley wine supposed to be sweet? I thought so, right? Right? Were you thinking so. of like honey wine?
2: Honey Maybe. mead? Maybe.
1: Damn it. Oh, yeah. you know what this reminds me of a little bit? What's that? That sorghum shit.
2: Oh, it does have a little bit of that sorghum gummy-
1: sorghumy sorghum bitter horse bullshit.
2: Yeah, that was, oh yeah, the, the gluten-free beer. Yeah. Yes, this tastes like a
1: gluten-free beer. Yeah. We almost got one of them for this episode. There was a gluten-free sorghum strawberry nonsense thing. Uh, and I'm like, we,
2: we already went there. Yeah, you can't, you can't double back to that. I'm glad.
1: Oh, don't burp. <laughs> <laughs> Do not attempt to adjust your radio. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Mr. Frank, checking in with you hear. What you just heard was uh, an audio glitch that went on for the rest of the recording. So the tail end of our uh, beer tasting is lost, gone forever. But you got the gist of what it was. So all we have to say is we tasted that shit, so you don't have to. Uh, there will be no bullshitting this episode. We were, we let uh, Robin Livius from Book, run long, and uh, gave you what we could of our beer tasting. You still got an hour out of us, but we're just not going to have any bullshitting this time. What we did bullshit about, you probably didn't miss anything. It was pretty forgettable. So that's it. That's that's the episode, and we're going to be back in studio real soon. Hopefully we'll get a better turnaround. We're going to take Rob's advice and just let it ride. Don't worry about the editing. So maybe you'll hear from us sooner than usual. We're going to have... Book review, next episode, book review. Escape from shit town. We're going back old school with the nutty splatter punk festival horror from uh Shane McKenzie and his friends. And we'll talk a lot about that when we get there. But until then, thanks for listening to this crazy ass episode of Books Beer and Bullshit. We apologize for the technical difficulties, but we still gave you a full episode. Peace out.
4: It's like, it's like, it's like,
2: it's like, it's like. Anyway, I got a question for you. Yes. Ever hear of a weenus?
1: Like a real thing? Yeah. I've heard like people on the playground call other people a weenus.
2: Well, allegedly it's like this elbow skin flap here. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like you can measure up your weenus. Yeah. To see who has a bigger weenus. Are we going to have to Google this
1: shit?